0: This episode of The Tome is brought to you by listeners like you. Thanks for using our affiliate links at Amazon and DMs Guild, uh, available at thetomeshow.com, or for supporting us as patrons at patreon.com slash thetomeshow. Welcome to Fit for D&D, The Tome Show's fitness show. It is, what is this month? October? No, this is supposed to be the September episode. This is September of 2020. I don't care what the actual date is. Uh, this is a monthly check-in inspired by the d and fitness hashtag. Uh, Tracy, Sam, and I check in and talk about how we're doing in our fitness goals. And then we dig into a topic or an interview or whatever comes up. Or we just chat with cool people, uh, which is kind of our plan for today. So... Um, this week we or this month, or yeah, we do this monthly this month uh, we brought in the fantastic uh james Intercasso, uh, reg- uh, old old school regular old school i don 't know we were doing the show for about ten years before you started joining us <laughs> you joined this right? <laughs> <laughs> we 've been around a while <laughs> uh, long time uh, listeners will definitely know james uh, and anybody who actually reads the covers of the credit uh, page for their d and d books. Uh, we'll probably also recognize his name. His name's been in a lot of them lately. Um, so, James, it's good to have you back.
1: Thanks. It's great to be here. I'm I'm very excited. Uh, so, yeah, I guess like I guess um, you all are, are like the longest-running D&D interview news podcast. Take that, Dragon Talk. Uh, uh, and, well, uh, I mean, they,
0: they changed their name. They changed their host. They changed their format. I argue it's a different show.
1: I agree. I agree completely. <laughs> it's a different show than it was three years ago, <laughs> let alone you know, uh, let alone what it was when it way way back when it was the D and D podcast. When it,
0: yeah, it was, um, it was the D and D podcast, and it was originally hosted by Mike Merles and Dave Noonan, who doesn't even hasn't worked for the company in a decade.
1: Right. So. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah, here we are. Here we are, right? This yeah, is although exciting.
0: I had somebody recently point out to me that they thought they found a and d podcast that was older than than us. They didn't tell me who, and that right. was kind of the end of the conversation because I've been looking like it, it so, surely somebody out there has to have been doing this longer than I have, but I I haven't found them yet.
1: I don't know with for 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 as long then, you know, sustained, sustained? Right. I well, mean, come on. Maybe maybe there's one that's older, but is it still going on? I don't know. Oh well, yeah, no, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, I'm sure there are podcasts that talked about D and D, but they their format was also to talk about other shows, so they weren't or other games. They they weren't necessarily D and D only.
0: Yeah, and and so. at, at, at one time I think we had to make that distinction very carefully too. I'm not mm. even like there was a very well populated um, Yahoo group, remember when those were a thing mm-hmm. of of gaming podcasters the RPG podcasters listserv was extremely well populated, very popular. Uh, we were having all kinds of great I mean it was a it was a fantastic and very supportive community and I can't think of any RPG podcasts that weren't part of it. Uh, and I don't know that I can think of anybody who was doing who who was there when I first joined it that still, it's still going, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, although uh, Judd Carlman was part of Sons of Cryos, which was actually mm-hmm. one of my inspiration shows. He's no longer doing Sons of Cryos, but he started his own uh, separate thing now that he's doing. Right. so. Oh, great. So the, some of them are still around if you, if you look carefully. But anyway, you may have noticed, uh, uh, dear <laughs> listeners, that Sam and James and I are chatting. And I said that Tracy joins us with these things. But Tracy is dealing with some family stuff tonight. And while it sounded like from my conversation with her a little while ago, she probably could have made it. Um, she's been exhausted dealing with family stuff and is like, I just kind of need to go home and and rest. And I'm like, if this show is about anything, it's (laughs) about taking care of yourself. So, so go do that, right? Go take care of yourself. Uh, so she is not joining us this time around. Uh, and so we don't have a specific sort of like extra topic tonight. Um, Mm -hmm. and we, and, or anything like that, uh, James, has been a fantastic inspiration for D&D Fitness, Um, uh, and so that's why I invited him on. But you know, I don't know if you have any particular fitness-like programs you want to talk about. So I think it's it's mostly just going to be the three of us talking about how we're doing and what we're doing and all that.
2: Yeah, but like – so when we have a new guest, we we often ask them first about their fitness journey, like what what this means to them and what got them started on this sort of road and and all that stuff. So – if, yes. you wanna, if you want to, if you want to talk about that, James, and then you can meander off into whatever else you want to talk about. Yeah.
0: Yes, James, as somebody who has been in better shape than me since I've been <laughs> ten years old, what, what, how, <laughs> tell us about your fitness journey.
1: <laughs> so uh, you know what's interesting is I, I certainly was never a uh, an athlete in school or anything like that as a kid, right? Um, I mean, I, probably. You know, uh, I fit the stereotype of of d and d nerd, um right? And that, like I played a lot of games. I played a lot of uh, video games and and that was sort of what all my friends love to do. Um and I remember I was in uh, I was in rec league soccer for a long time. And, uh, I was like there for the tasty cakes and the orange slices. Right. Uh, and then in high school, I joined the track team, but I didn't do, I didn't do any running. I did the, um, like the shot put and the discus. Uh-huh. Uh, and the reason I did that, um, was because the guy who was the coach, had a food cart in Philadelphia and would bring leftover donuts and soft pretzels, uh, to practice. And so you got to eat free donuts and soft pretzels. Uh, so even my fitness journey, uh, when I was a kid, right? Like doing, doing the athletic, uh, things that I was doing, that was in air quotes, um, it was because I wanted to eat junk food. Uh, And so, um, so it wasn't really until I had graduated from college um, that I thought like, you know, I should, I should start running. Like I should start doing something to uh, more take care of my body. And I was living in Atlanta and I was living alone. And it was one of those like clean slate moments that we don't really get that often in our adult lives. where like, I had shed all of my commitments. I was starting a new job and I didn't have anything else. I didn't have any friends or anything like that. So I was like, I'm going to try to eat healthy. I'm going to try to work out all the time. And, uh, and I did, and it was great. And I have stuck with running on and off since then. That was in like 2010, right. That I really first started to, to do that. Um, I would say as far as diet goes, that has kind of come and gone, uh, but when, uh, when quarantine started, right, I was like, I'm really, I really want to get back into it. I'm really going to do it again. And I had been taking pictures of myself for the D and D fitness hashtag. Um, and I think you all know, uh, tall squall probably. He was our like, guest last month. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. Exactly. So, um, and you know, he's like one of the founders of the D and D finish. He
0: is the founder from what we, what we discussed. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so he said like, Hey, thanks for, for doing this. Is there anything, uh, he reached out and said, is there anything you want? Um, and I was like, well, I, you know, like, I'm just trying to be healthy or whatever. And he was like, send me a picture of a celebrity you'd like to look like, and I will devise a workout plan for you. Wow. And I said, that is terrifying, um, because, I like, we see what these celebrities go through. They're paid to work out right. for eight hours a day and eat nothing but kale and, you know— um, <laughs> Uh, and I don't, I don't have the time, uh, nor the desire to be Chris Evans. Um, so, uh, but I, so I found a picture of, um, Richard Armitage, uh, and I was like, you know, he's, he's like, he's in very good shape. He's like, good looking dude. But like, I don't have that much time. This is how much time I have each week. Um, you know, this is what I can do. And he said, uh, well, Why don't you, you know, I found this workout. It is the Jai Courtney terminator genesis workout which you can google (laughs) online and it'll come up um and it's like uh some some light sort of weight stuff followed by cardio uh Mm -hmm. four times a week um and then there's and he was like you know and if you want when you're feeling good you can throw in an extra run on the weekends right like an extra just uh whatever you would normally do as a run do that on the weekends. Uh, So that's what I've been doing. And then he said, keep a food journal and show it to me. And like, just eat what you would normally eat. And I did. And he was like, you only eat bread. This is very interesting. (laughs) You're only eating goldfish and uh, cake and uh, and all, all of the breads, basically. Right. And he was like, maybe try protein. And maybe try vegetables. Uh, and so I've actually switched over to a lot of that. I eat a lot more um, healthy sort of lean protein, chicken and egg whites, uh, yogurt. Um, and I uh, I eat a lot of uh, vegetables and fruit now instead of a lot of snack crackers and, and stuff like that. So that has the that's been the fitness journey that sort of was at the beginning of quarantine. Um, and I've stuck with that. And I. I am trying to remember, remind myself, like, it's easy to stick with it in quarantine because the tempt For me, I get a lot of temptation when I'm out and I'm like, ooh, there's an ice cream shop across the street. Well... When will I ever be near an ice cream shop again? I better go there. Right? Like that kind of thing. Um, Those are so, pretty rare. It's hard to find an ice cream shop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Like where? Where would I ever find a Dunkin' Donuts again? Right. <laughs> well, it's um, hard
2: to find one right next to you. See, that's the that's the exactly right, right. Sure. exactly
1: yeah. So so that's what it's been um, uh, so far, and and again, I am very fortunate and very lucky in that, like. Um, I have the, the time to be able to do it and, and the, the, uh, you know, the, the capacity as far as like, uh, tall squall reached out and was willing to show me what to do and that kind Mm -hmm. of thing. So that has been very good. And I also have a wife, um, who is very willing to like eat the weird protein and vegetable meals that I want to eat, um, that we share together for dinner and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Uh, so that has been. Uh, my own fitness journey. Um, And it's certainly helped during quarantine. Like I, there are times I need to get away from, uh, you know, and, and distract myself. And so having, the excuse to, like, go listen to a podcast for a while while I'm working out or read a new RPG book or watch the latest episode of Lovecraft Country on the treadmill, right? Um, that kind of helps, too. So, yeah. So that's how it's been going with me. How's it been going with you?
0: Well, first, I want to say one of the things that always – like, I see your d fitness – pictures that you post on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And it is an inspiration to me because just based off of how – Tired and sweaty, you look when you in those pictures. I'm like, oh my gosh, this guy is working way harder than me. (laughs) I've seen your pictures.
1: You get pretty sweaty in yours too,
0: yeah. Maybe, and maybe it just doesn't show up much because I don't have the hair anymore. (laughs) But yeah, Uh, are you working that hard, or or are you just one of those people that sweats a lot, or what's going on? (laughs) Uh,
1: So it's definitely a combination of things. I am I am definitely a person who sweats a lot. Um, So. Uh, so that is part of it. And I, uh, I do a lot of my working out in um, uh, essentially in this side room that we have. It's not quite a garage, but it's basically okay. a garage, right? Uh, and so, so the environment affects me. And so, uh, you know, starting it in March and then continuing through uh, the warm months, I think over winter it will look like I am sweating or, or I will sweat less um, because it will be colder in sure. that room. Right. Yeah, no,
0: it's it, and it's interesting to me. Like, it and it's impressive that you can be in that kind of heat um, and in that kind of environment and still like push yourself as hard as you do. Because I have, you know, my my quarantine process has been I, I'm not going to the gym three days a week like I was uh, sure. before quarantine uh, because, despite the fact that the gyms are open, I don't feel like they're the it feels like the natural, like worst place to be in the midst of a pandemic. Yeah, you
1: don't want to be in a place where like people are panting, panting all the and time. sweating
0: and touching yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah, no, and and now and now our the state has just opened up to 100 percent capacity for those things, like as of last weekend. And now I'm like, now I want to go less. Mm-hmm. Um, but luckily, our our gym has allowed us at least through the end of this year, I think, to to put a freeze on our account. So they're not oh, charging cool. us, and they let us sort of just come back because we still have like six months left on our first year that we have sure. to do. So, um, so I've been I've been transitioning to pretty much only running, um, mm-hmm. and I've been using the Zombies Run app and enjoying that. I, I had used it back in the day, and now I've gotten back into it and sort of have almost caught back up to where I was from when I had used it four or five, six years ago, whatever it was. Um, but because I've been using that app, it also tracks your sort of your time and your distance, and so you can get. It tells you at the end, like what was your minute, you know, uh, minutes per mile. Um, and so I can see how much progress I I do not make at all when it's getting hot out, right? I mean, it's getting hot and it's uncomfortable. I'm like, oh, I just, you know what? I'm just gonna walk a little bit more. <laughs> like this is this is ridiculous, right? And I'm super slow, but I've noticed as it's been cooling down a little bit, like suddenly I'm making progress again, and I'm and I'm. You know, my I'm shrinking the that time a little bit more. Uh, I've gotten down to at least in the first few miles of my runs, um, I'm down to almost a 15 minute mile. So I've uh, and I was wow. closer to a 17 minute mile a few months ago. Um, you know, That's and, great. and the average at the end is still close to about a 16 minute mile. But the fact that I'm coming in at under a 15 minute mile it's, and on part of it, I think is is improvement. I'll take it. Um, I'm not getting out. This is what I talked about last month. Uh, is that the beginning of the school year has meant that it's been harder to get out um, during the week, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm I'm teaching right and two days a week I'm on campus. Um, you know, because of quarantine, I, I don't. I only go to campus on days that I'm teaching classes. Otherwise, I work from home. Um, but. I've also not been wanting to like so we've so we've been renovating our bathroom, our master bathroom. You know, we've been living here for a year or whatever. We wanted to update some things, Uh, so we've had workers in our house almost every day for six weeks, and they show up they show up at like eight and they take over the bathroom. So like I feel like I have to be in and out of the shower before they get here, and I'm not waking up early enough to be done running before eight. (laughs) So um, so so ultimately it means that I've only been running on the weekends. I've only been getting in one run every Saturday. And so my goal for this last month was to try to get, get back up to two or three runs a week. Um, and I can report that I have absolutely failed at that goal. I'm still getting in the one run a week, but um, but that's all I'm getting. And what, I, I find that one run a week is, is generally enough for me to maintain my, my speed anyway. Um, but I'm not making any progress. Um,
1: sure, sure. Um, and that's yeah. just –
0: that's sort of where I've been. The, the, now, the good news is that as of like I think today, the bathroom is done, done. We get to finally start moving things into our shower tomorrow morning and the workers aren't showing up anymore. So hopefully, you know, I can, I can get out and do some things <laughs> on, on the days I'm not teaching again. So we'll see what happens. Hope, you know, so, and it's cooling down. So I want to get out and start doing it before it gets too cold. So I don't know what I'll do once once there's, you know, two or three feet of snow on the, on the roads.
1: Yeah. Ooh. yeah, I am lucky because so, uh, (laughs) before, uh, Bonnie and I bought a house in October. Bonnie is my wife, uh, for listeners. Uh, and, uh, and so, um, and before that, uh, we had a very temporary, uh, sort of period where, um, we didn't move into the house, because we hadn't closed on it yet. And our, our apartment was, um, uh, like, the lease was up. And so we moved in with my parents, um, which was great. That's a, I recommend everybody in their uh, late in their adult life move back in with their parents, Mm. uh, and their wife and their dog. Um, it is just, it's a great time. Uh, but very generously, my parents who are trying to move out of their house, um, are, uh, had a Stairmaster that is older than I am um, <laughs> in the house. And my dad said, I'm really trying to get rid of this. Can you help me? Like, there were a few things he wanted me to put on Craigslist and and help him, you know, get rid of. And he was letting me stay in his house rent free. And he's my dad. Of course I'm going to help him, right? Um, and so, uh, and I said, you know what? I think we'll actually take that. And so that has really helped me. Nice. Because when the weather is bad or uh, and and I, too, do not have the desire to go into a gym right now for all the reasons we stated earlier, um, that has really helped me stay fit is having an exercise machine um, and having a place to uh, to use it as well, um, which I know is not the case for. Uh, for many, many people, right? right? Uh, exercise sheen- machines are expensive. Um, and uh, and then you also need a place to put them where you can sweat all over the ground. Uh, and not everybody has that. Um, I will say that uh, when I went on to Craigslist, uh, you can find a lot of exercise machines as long as you're willing to go get, go get them. them yeah. <laughs> Which requires, <laughs> I guess, like a van or a pickup truck. Um, y- you can usually find them for free or, or very Inexpensively, um, as long as you don't mind them being super old too. Um, so yeah, yeah. So that is uh, that has been uh, a fortunate thing for me that I know not everybody has access to.
0: So that's that's the secret to your your sweating success is is uh, a, a stairmaster older than yourself.
1: Yeah, that that like sounds like a dinosaur, like it mm-hmm. sounds like the Jurassic Park T-Rex whenever uh I am on it. I tell so, you what any though, day now it's going to explode.
0: I tell you what though, that's not that's not uh without its level of being impressive because I have used the stair machines at the gym on occasion and that is just about the hardest cardio I think that exists like. And I and and then I see people there that are like cause, we're you know we're in in town with Notre Dame down the street and and it, there's like five colleges in, in a small midwestern city like this, including Notre Dame. So you get athletes and stuff out every now and then using the gyms, uh, and I am I am always like blown away to see these people that you know. They're, they've got weights on and they're going up the stairs at like three times the speed I would ever attempted and they're going Ooh. sideways and backwards. And I'm like, holy cow, <laughs> like, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's rough. It's really it, rough.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Right. And I, the only reason I'm doing it is because that's what it was given to me. Right. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sam, how about you? How's it going?
2: Um, well, so we we have exercise bikes that my wife bought. Uh, sh- we started doing the show, and we sort of talked about like the fitness thing, and and she decided she wanted to join in with my nice. with my journey and my attempts and all that. Should so she the found sometime. these. Say that
0: we should get her on the show sometime.
2: Uh, yeah, sure. I'll tell her. We're gonna, she doesn't we're, like we're, talk about RPGs though, so you
0: know we, we got to get a, a. We're gonna do a. Uh, David Nett has been talking about getting <laughs> him and his wife on at some point. We're gonna do a yeah whole, a whole couple episode.
2: Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Have,
0: no, but Tracy it's, and it, Fred and yeah, yeah. See if my wife will that,
2: do it. That'd be awesome. I don't know that my wife will do it, but I could ask. <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't know that Carol will do it either, but you know you can always ask. So. Um, but yeah, no. So, uh, you know, um, much like Jeff, you know, when school starts, I'm sort of all of a sudden having to, you know, not that I'm not busy in the summer, because I do I do work for the CDC in the summer. But the thing is that that project doesn't end until actually today was the last day I had to go in for that. So even though I'm teaching remotely, um, I was still doing, you know, in at the beginning of the year, at the beginning of the fall semester, I'm doing actually two jobs. So mm-hmm. I get super duper busy and, um, oh, yeah. you know, it's really, it's really hard to keep up with all of my, with everything. And, and that, and, and this is part of my struggle and has been for basically all my life. That fitness thing is the thing that ends up falling out of what I can make right. time for. Actually, I shouldn't say what I can, make what I end up making time for. Right. right? Um, and I mean, so that's, I how, that's to, how,
0: that's part of how I got into this shape is because grad school happened and I just couldn't keep right. up fitness. Right. That's what I yeah, had to sacrifice. Exactly. Like,
2: Uh, Yeah. So, and I mean, so, so I haven't kept up with the bike as much as I want. I, 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 and I can tell that it's affecting me, uh, because now my sleep is getting worse again. Right. Cause I, cause you know, my, my whole thing is, I know just from my past history, if I work out more, regardless of what it is, even if it's just 10 minutes more per day and it's like, you know, in, um, intentional like workout not just oh i walked around the mall or something but intentional actual workout time i end up sleeping better after about a week of doing that and i got to the point in the first couple of months of this show where i was sleeping a lot better and i could tell and i felt better and then like since school started and i got too busy and i just now now my sleeping is off again and and that feels really cruddy right i feel like i took two steps back um and that's just, that's just part of the, it's part of the journey. But I, but I, like James, I'm sort of blessed in that, you know, I have a wife who was like, Oh, you want to do this? And I, I know, you know, we don't get out to, we're not able to get out to walk as much as we want to and stuff because the weather turns bad and all that. And, and we have bears and stuff around my house. That, you know, you can't really go walking and there's, you know, so, um, You
0: have, you have bears in your, around your house? This is the first yeah, time you bear on our, front,
2: on our front yard uh, a couple of days ago. Um, but um that is astounding to me. Cuz I I live in the hills, right? So I'm an hour and a half from New York City, but I live in the hills. So we're in this like tiny town and I live right behind a big hill and there's a bunch of forested area and there's a bear that dens back there. And right about now is when it's starting to get cold, so the bear is like trying to get, you know, a lot of food so it can start right. to hibernate when the when the weather switches oh. and all that. So and we have a lot of bird feeders and stuff. So we're we're pretty cognizant of that and we try to, you know, make sure that we don't end up feeding the bear more than the birds so anyway but because of that we we don't always necessarily get out to walk and so so we got these bikes and they're they're great they're a boon they're just they're so awesome and and because we don't have kids and we have space we can like she got these cool bikes that fold and so you can like fold and put it in the corner and then when you want to bring them out you can bring them out and we got these uh, these little CDs with like road trips on them where you're where you look like you're driving down the road on your bike. Right, you know, right. and we're, we're riding our bike around Ireland and all that. And so it's really, really cool. But then I get busy and she's busy and, you know, and it falls away. Um, but, yeah, I mean, otherwise I'm doing, you know, I mean, it's life, right? Like that's that's what happens. That's part of part of why I'm doing this show is to keep myself accountable for. And recognizing that sort of pattern, okay. Now I'm in that part of that pattern. I got to figure out what to do to stop that, right? And to not not take more steps back. Okay, I took two steps back. Let's not take more. Right. And and now start moving forward again. And so and that's kind of where I'm at right now. So well, I think
0: I think the the cycle of you know it's going well, it's falling apart. Like that's natural. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. The 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 thing I'm oftentimes. Rolling around in my head though is that I see those people who have really successful fitness journeys, um, who and these are the people who, when the going gets tough and it's difficult to schedule it, they find a way to make it a priority and make it happen anyway. Um, and so far, I suck at that, or at least I do. I do for the last month. Like I was, I was hitting it real well. For a yeah. while, and and I was even when I didn't want to do it. Like it was every every now and then. It's just like I, I I'm not into this. I'm not. I don't want to do it. I just want to take a day off, or whatever. Uh, but I wouldn't let myself take a single day off uh, because of this show, in part, uh, and because I knew that once I did, then I've broken the routine, and it's really hard for me to get back into it. And that's what's happened because of getting back to school and the renovations in the house and all that kind of stuff. I've broken my routine Um, and I gave myself, you know, I gave myself a a day off here and there. And now now all of a sudden I'm just going on Saturdays. And honestly, the only reason I'm still going and running on Saturdays is because we have over the pandemic, we have established a family family routine where the entire family and the dog all pack up in the car and drive down to the river walk and, and the kids and my wife walk the dog and I go on a run. And if and if that wasn't just sort of already the expectation, I don't know that I would even keep that up, right? But because it's an expectation, like we're going to go down anyway, I might as well throw on my tennis shoes and get in a run, you know? <laughs> yeah, or at, yeah. least, at the very least, everybody else expects that that's what I'm doing. So I guess I should probably do it. Like they, I feel guilty if I if I didn't do it, you
1: know? So Yeah. 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 I know there's, it is, and it is hard to, to keep up and, and to sustain. And I think for me, um, you know, so, so there's a few different things that I have learned, um, to help me do that, uh, right. And, and to, to try to stay committed. So the first thing is, um, I often will try to combine working out with something else that I need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so Bonnie, I, so Bonnie, the way she does it is she has, she will take like a TV series that she knows she really likes. And she says, I can only watch this when I am working out. Right. Or I can only listen to this podcast when I am working out. Um, and I know that that helps her mm-hmm. a lot um, because she's like, oh, I really would like to listen to this book on tape that I just got or whatever, right? Um, for me, I've been listening to the Expanse series um, uh, while I've been working out and that's been really good because it's like cliffhanger stuff, right? And I'm like, well, uh, you know, like it's a good thing to, to keep up. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so that's one. The other thing that helps me is like, kind of evolving the goals, right? So like my my first goal was like, okay, I want to lose weight um, because I knew that I was, uh, you know, overweight and I wanted to get to a point where I was happy and and healthy, right? And now I am at that point. So I'm like, okay, so what is my goal now? So when I was losing weight, I was saying to myself, like, you're only eating X number of calories a day, you're you're doing you're doing these workouts. You're doing this kind of thing, but when I hit the goal that I want, you will be able to eat more because then you want to maintain where you are, or maybe you'll eat more because you want to gain muscle mass, right? And that requires more calories and and gaining weight and stuff like that. So I know that like, uh, kind of like uh, thinking of it like leveling up a D and D character. Like, okay, first I'm gonna. Work on my, you know, my spells, and now I'm going to work on my sword play, and now I'm going to work on that. Like, that's kind of helped me, too, is, like, knowing that I'm not going to be doing one thing or, or staying in one routine forever helps because it kind of, by the time you're bored and you... If you're like me like I never hit that point where people are like I love working out you you just need to break through the wall and I hate it I hate it every time <laughs> no right. matter how no matter what the streak is right like yep. but but changing it up does help at least keep it from being also boring right. in addition to like oh God I hate this um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, so for me, and again, I don't know if that works for everybody, right? Like everybody's got to find what works for them. those the, things. Help the, me. The,
0: you're, you're talking about that. And a few things occurred to me. One, um, I just downloaded some new audiobooks today and it occurred, you know, I've got the, the, I've got three Dresden file books I need to read. And it's was like, I could mm. I could use that as my workout books, right? Like, like, cause normally I consume those really quick because you know they're they're intriguing and they and they tie you in and then my my immediate response to that was yeah but I don't want to be stuck only listening to those three times a week <laughs> oh but I'll definitely get in my three times a week then won't I <laughs> because you know so maybe right, that's the effective right. bit maybe I'll try that uh, uh, starting this week so um, that might help the other thing that occurred to me as you were talking about how you know it's like leveling up in D&D is mm-hmm. it sometimes astounds me how how No matter how big and popular sort of the fantasy and gaming genre is in our society, like why is there not a D&D fitness app that has you building a character that is yourself and you level up as you go? Like it is ridiculous that this does not exist but I would pay money for that app <laughs> that gave me a fitness routine and leveled me up for doing things. Like I would do that in a second, you know?
1: Oh yeah, go like zombies run, right? Yeah, but but
0: but, but like D and D, and it's not, and it's, and you know, you got, you got, you know, I lifted weights today. Okay, you you know, you do that twenty more and times you have, level up your strength. Have,
2: or, they could have different, like. um different uh like classes like oh this is the cleric workout and this is the monk workout and this is the fighter workout and this is the paladin workout and this is the you know what i mean and like this is the bard workout and and so and they would could have different things there so if you're a little older or you have a physical disability or something you'd have one set of workouts that you could do that would be conducive to to you not you know not having a workout that you can't do because you have a disability or something, or you know, then you could do the you could go from you know the less hardcore to the more hardcore as you went as you went up in level and uh-huh. like you could multi class if you wanted to, right? I mean, and, but there that would be, be really
0: but cool. there could be story tied to it, like the zombies run, right? right. And, and yeah. you're doing, yeah. you know, sure, and it's like, oh no, there's a horde of, of of goblins attacking the town, and the only way to defeat them is to go run three miles. Ah! Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. yeah, I <laughs> yeah. I know that uh so there's there's two things um that are kind of like that uh the first is i i believe that uh it's called ring fit adventure and it is uh uh, like a video game you get with your nintendo switch Switch, um where you have like a uh, you have this ring, this hula hoop like uh-huh. smart device um, that you move around, uh, and you like fight a dragon and stuff, and the dragon oh. is like oh. super jacked and wearing a leotard. Um, <laughs> but then there is also so there is a gym in Los Angeles, but they yeah. they have social media accounts like Twitter and stuff where they put out their workouts called Nerd Strong Gym,
0: yeah,
1: um, where they do like d&d themed workouts and sometimes it's like roll a d20 and do that many and, push-ups
0: and, D- and uh, david Nett does that uh he owns that well, he owned that gym and then i think yeah. th- that gym shut down and he's opened a new gym or whatever he we had him on for our first like two or three oh, episodes awesome uh oh, so you know you so, know so he talked a little bit about that yeah the the nerd strong thing um, yeah but yeah no like i i, I just I don't want to sit in front of my TV with the with my like I did you know like you used to pretend to do with the 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 Wii fitness thing right I don't mm-hmm. want to I don't want to do that I want to go out and, and do a regular ex- you know I have apps to track my my workouts and whatever right yeah. I want that gives me a routine and I can I can track my right. progress and I can do all that like I want to do that but I want there to be a story on it like how have we not gamified this yet come on
1: what would uh, what would be really cool too is like if you. If you gamified it, and then you could use that character in some way, right? Like yeah. um that would be really, really awesome. Like, hey, maybe there's a d and d fitness online convention. and you can bring the character bring the that, character right. from the app that you've leveled yeah. up you know and and like, oh, you did the you did the special run on x day, uh, you know yeah. or or you you worked out when it was really cold. You've got boots of the winterlands now or yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of. That. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, James, you have significantly more contacts than I do and are starting a new job soon at a gaming company. Like, why don't you make this happen? (laughs) Uh, I have ideas like this every every other week. So, like, let's go.
1: (laughs) uh, And this – does sound like a really good idea. <laughs> I mean, um, sounds good to me. I don't know that I, I know, know the right people right. to make that
0: happen. <laughs> well, but, maybe uh, the right person will listen to this at, uh, in the podcast and email us and and I don't know. I'll give you my blessing and then just send me a free copy of the app. That'll be that'll be enough payment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is like one of those things where I'd like. I just want it to happen and I don't have the skills to make it happen like which is, I mean that's how the that's how the Totem Show podcast started right I, I wanted this to podcast to exist nobody was making it in this case I could develop the skills to make it happen that's what the, and so go. here we are but in terms of app development I don't have the time to to figure out how to do that so somebody else needs to
2: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah we will give you money. We will
1: <laughs> buy it if you make it. There you
2: go. Yeah. I don't have the the programming skills to do that at this point. So, although I will put that in the back of my head, and if I ever, if well, I ever learn them, I could do that. And, and
0: part of the trick is like, I don't have the time to get in my my exercise. Like, how can right. I justify taking the time to build an exercise app if I don't have the time right. to actually go out and
2: exercise? Yeah. You know, yeah. So. Well, you'd have to do the exercise every time you needed to, you were testing a new I'm feature, right? App, right? So <laughs> while you were developing it, you would be it using would be it to really
0: work a really slow development yeah. process. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. So, you know, there's one thing that um that I that that has that I've been thinking about the last few days. I'm totally changing the subject are you, are you on you. Talk a that little Twitter bit about that
0: thread that you posted. The what? That Twitter thread that you posted about. No, that no, study?
2: no. Um, so what I was thinking about was I was trying to figure out like why is it so easy for me to take two steps back. And and James kind of said something earlier about, you know, you don't get that runner's high or the or the the the, the fun part of, of working out, you hate it every time. And and I'm that same way. Like I don't really get like that big endorphin rush and feel great and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I am i don't really super enjoy it. And, and I was wondering, like, to myself, um, how much of that is because, you know, my family didn't really like my family didn't do any kind of workout type of stuff. We didn't we didn't do any kind of family activity based things like we did family stuff, but it was not around sports or or working out or playing physically like that. Um, In in a structured way, like, you know, oh, we're like, you know, one of my friends, you know, they go and run with their kids all the time, like, since the kids were like four and five years old, they would take them in because they both they're both runners. And so they go run all the time. And the kids now run and, and that and so it's just kind of part of their life. And, and they have that they have that thing where it's related to just what they do on their day-to-day life. So that's why they end up not skipping very much. you know, like, like Jeff was talking about, well, you know, it turns out I can end up skipping because I don't, I don't have that stick to it part where it's so important to me that I do it that day because I just, I just decided I didn't feel like it that day. Right. Right? Whereas there are people who kind of grew up with, with the expectation that this is something you work into your life and, and it's just so. Like, that's just how their life is, and so it's maintained as part of, you know, just like we – you know, Jeff, you would never think to yourself, get up to and think to yourself, well, I don't really want to go to work today. I guess I won't, like – I mean, you might say that. I, mean, if I think to myself, <laughs>
0: I, <laughs> think I think to myself, let's not go to work today.
2: Because it's just what you do, though, right? Like that's, you know what I'm saying? Like you, like everybody can have a bad day and you could think, oh, well, I don't want to go to work today or whatever. Or, oh, I don't want to go to school today, you know, because whatever. Right. But then you get up and do it because you ha- it's your responsibility. You have to. And that's kind of, it's a work ethic, right? That work ethic was built in from whatever training or whatever family yeah. influence or whatever that you have. And I never had that kind of workout ethic put into me because my family just didn't. And I wonder how much of that is, I mean, I guess we're getting into the nature versus nurture argument, right? But I, I just really wonder, psychologically speaking, how much of this would not be as big a deal in my life. If it had just been incorporated as part of just part of what you do, yeah, from the from early on,
0: yeah, you know, and so my, and my, I don't know, I can be, I've learned enough about myself, and I can be stubborn. I can be real stubborn. Like I used to drive people up the wall because I just would not give in on things. Right, I would not compromise. Right, um, and so I recognize enough about myself to know. That I have to keep going and I have to have the willpower to keep going even when I don't want to. But eventually, something will come up where it's not just I have to keep going when I don't want to. It's that I just can't do it today. Like something came up, life happened. And it's when that happens that breaks my routine that... I start to fall apart because now the routine's been broken once, and it's just way too. and 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 the consequences weren't that bad. People weren't disappointed in me. Nobody like, oh, that was too. You know, nobody, nobody gave me that sort of look or that that uh, response or whatever. And and so I kind of, I kind of got away with it, and then I can get away with it more. And then, you know, which isn't the point, right? I'm, I'm. It's not about not getting away with it for for other people. It's about getting not getting what you know. I'm getting away with it for myself. So,
2: yeah.
0: Um, but that's, that's where my struggles are is, is I can I can be real stubborn and, and maintain that routine right mm-hmm. up until the, the moment when, when life happens and I can't do the routine for a while yeah. and then, and then but, it falls apart.
2: Right, but and I get that because that's kind of how I am too. But yeah. imagine – because for me, yeah, if the routine is broken, that's it. I, then I have to rebuild the routine from the beginning. Right. But imagine if you had if you and I don't know if you did or not but imagine if you grew up in a family where there was consequence for you not doing it where it was such a part of the family culture or the family expectation that you behave in a manner that mm-hmm. where you're you're having some kind of physical activity once a day at least like then there would be consequences it's mm-hmm. just that now that you're an adult those consequences would be your own internal ones rather than you know what i'm saying like because right. it would have been built in from Earth. that's kind of what i'm wondering is what makes it so easy for people like you and i to be like well i got too busy and i have to prioritize and that part gets prioritized out of my schedule for right. the day and then i lose my routine and i know so, like like these my two friends that i'm talking about they will run every day every day even if they they ran late at work and, and they get home late and it's dark, they put on their little reflector things and they run. If they have if they know they're going to have a busy long day or they're going to be taking a trip, they run before they leave in the morning. You know what I mean? Like they don't right. have to do it at the same time every day, but they make sure they run every day, every they, single day.
0: They, they prioritize the exercise over the sleep.
2: Right. <laughs> so. Right. Yeah. They, they they must, I mean, or over something else. I, I don't know. Right. I'd, like, I don't know. I haven't picked their brain for how they, you know, yeah. actually make that decision. Well, and
0: and that, I mean, I think, and we're getting into, I don't know, uh, untrained Psycho- psychology here, yeah. right? Sure. So, untrained yeah, I'm not, I'm therapy. I'm not trying to
2: diagnose anybody. I'm, I'm just, cu- I'm wondering more from yeah. my own point of view, like about well, i no. trying and, to be introspective about and it. And
0: we're, know. and I think we're, that's what we're do, all doing with ourselves together, right? Uh, and I, and I think, you know, I had some athleticism in my family growing up, but I was sort of the rebel of the family. I am still the rebel of the family in a lot of ways, right? And so – Um, it just got to a point where, you know, when dad comes along on a Saturday morning and says, Hey, Hey, Jeff, you want to, you want to go out to the golf course with me or you want to go play tennis or whatever? I eventually just get mad and I'm like, no, I don't want to do it. Just leave me alone. I just want to stay home. Right. (laughs) Um, uh, and, and so part of me rebelled against the physical activity, uh, because it was pushed on me so hard. Right. Um, and so that's and, – and, and now I struggle with that as a parent because I have kids <laughs> yeah. and sometimes they like to go out and run. But every now and then like when we've gotten in the routine of them going out with me, like you know a lot of times over the summer, they've gone out and run with me. But then it's like, hey, youngest, do you want to go out and run today? I'm going to go out and run, run a couple of miles. And he's, he's like, no. And it's like, yeah, but I know you don't have a good reason. You just want to sit around the house and be lazy. And I get mad at him for it, but then I'm like, "Yeah, but now I'm just being my dad. Like I'm going to make him never <laughs> want to do it again, you know? So that's not good either. But here we are. But because because at the same time, like I also know that if I let him be lazy, he'll just never go out. Also, and that that you know, same same effect. So
1: um, for sure, I don't know. Yeah. Now we're
0: now we're now we're a fitness parenting podcast, and I am not a fit uh, an expert <laughs> either.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, but I do think that you're you both. You know, you both have a good point, right? That, like, um, I, I grew up in a house. My mother said she married my father because he didn't even want to watch sports. Right. (laughs) Um, and, uh, that definitely, uh, flowed down to my siblings, especially to me, like, you know, like my, my brother and sister can at least watch a sport and I'm like, Oh, this is the worst. Um, so, and and, you know, and I do, I, I think the other part of that is like, I have a lot of memories, a lot of really good memories and and happy memories and stuff like that, that I associate with food Um, and and as do my parents. Right. And like, I think uh, a lot of times, um, you know, uh, uh, coming from like a family where culturally food was very important and food is very big, um, that and that's also something I don't want to lose. Right. Like I, I really like those food memories that i have and i really enjoy eating food um specific kinds of food and and it brings me a lot of pleasure right and so it's also finding the balance there because like you also need to eat right so like it's it's not like i could just cut out food called turkey um it, because i think if i could right like if if somebody said like hey here's a pill and you'll never have to work out again, but also you won't have to eat. Like, that would be hard for me, right? Because I'm like, oh, I do really like eating. But it would just make life a lot easier. Um, so I don't know. I don't really know where I'm going with this. But I do think, <laughs> right, I think parentally uh, that you're you're – your the way you are raised i think definitely plays into it the same way it does with any other habit you you might have um you know i think the big thing is that like unlike brushing your teeth which takes t- 2 minutes whenever you do it right and and might be a total of you know, six minutes of your day, uh working out, it's like, well, you gotta yeah, put on the clothes, you gotta take off the sweaty clothes, you gotta stretch and like th- just those things alone are, are longer than brushing your teeth, right? <laughs> it's like you're not we're not even talking about doing the actual workout at that point. So mm-hmm. Yeah. So it is it is a big chunk of time and it's hard. Like we're we're all busy, you know? Yeah. yeah. So um, but I think the big thing too is I, I also like to think about like the workouts that I have done in the past, even if I, you know, stopped or, or or had a down day or whatever. Those still count. Right. Like I still benefit from the fact that 10 years ago I went on a run for five miles because those calories that I burned, I would have on me now. Right. Like all that kind of stuff. So like um, you still every day that you work out, that you go do it like that's that's also how I try to think of it is like it still counts towards making your life better.
0: There are experience points you gained and we don't do experience point drain.
1: That's right. Yeah, this isn't this isn't third edition. Okay, Uh, (laughs) if if you build a magic item, you don't have to spend your experience points to do it. Right. (laughs) Uh, So very
2: good.
0: (laughs) Uh, Sam, in the the what little time we have left, did you want Mm -hmm. to talk about fasting? Because you 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 posted that uh, article. Or that study. Uh, yeah,
2: I mean, I'll mention it. I, I, I kind of wanted to get Tracy's opinion on it too, because sure. her and I had talked so much about the, the fasting portion of that book that we read. Um But basically, so that, that book, The Obesity Code, one of the things that, that hit – one of the conclusions that the, the author came to was that um, fasting, intermittent fasting was a part – it's a part of how our bodies work uh, because – You know, in in the ancient times when we were evolving our major systems, um, you know, we didn't always have food available. And so our bodies in some ways are set up, our organ systems in some ways are set up to be able to handle a period of fasting. And that part of the problem with us today, with us as a people today, is that a lot of people have food available all the time. And so we never – Have a fasting period. And so we're actually treating our bodies in a way that is counter to how they evolved. And so uh, one of the ways that someone who has a metabolic disorder or someone who has diabetes, one of the ways they could try to start managing that is sort of returning to a, a point where you fast for 12 to 14 to 16 hours to 24 hours to maybe even 36 48 72 hours and what that does is it sort of resets in this is from the book this is not me saying this but that theoretically resets the insulin baseline and also allows time for the cells that were insulin resistant to start sort of putting proteins into the cell membrane now I'm getting all biology professor but putting <laughs> proteins into the cell membranes so that You're no longer as insulin-resistant as you were, so that now if you eat a sort of regular-sized meal, that uh, your body will respond to it more, quote, naturally, and therefore you won't just have so much insulin all the time, and it'll be easier because insulin causes weight gain, and so constant insulin causes weight gain. So if you can get your insulin back down to the baseline, blah, 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 and the way to do that is fasting, but – this study that well, this one, he says
0: one of the ways to do that is fasting. One he, of the ways, there's, yeah. There's so a
2: suite he, of of things. Sure, sure. But that was his major thrust at the right. end was was that that is the way to go if you want to start a program that is going to help you change your life. Okay, right. and so the other day I saw a, a tweet thread by a, a professor. Who was talking about one of his grad students, and uh, they they ran this experiment. And there were two sort of goals to the experiment. The first one was to see if they could do a clinical study that had a control group because that's really, really hard to do when you're doing when you're doing human research. Right. Um, from the academic standpoint, it's hard to do, especially if you're doing a, self-reporting study right because you you know diet studies often rely on the participant reporting what they ate and you know what people lie um huh. Not on purpose, but just because they don't always they're not good at tracking it or they don't they're shamed or you know what I'm saying. Like so there's all kinds of uh, constraints in there that kind of skew the data a little bit. but so uh, also a lot of times they can't find enough participants to get a true control group right. um because the pe- the people who aren't eating the certain way, they know they're not eating it. So you still have, the placebo effect and all that kind of stuff uh, that's available because you know in terms of
0: professional studies and research the randomized control trial which is what they pulled off here is sort of the gold gold standard of
2: of right It's the gold standard and the the data theoretically provided that 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 it is a true control group the data is much more robust in that way just because of the way the study was designed so that was one of their goals was to see if they could do that and they pulled it off and so that's really good the thing is they got negative results in other words, their question was: Does fasting, and in this, at this, I think in the study it was a twelve-hour fast, so not a twenty-four, forty-eight, seventy-two-hour fast. But they they did a twelve-hour fast, and they wanted to see if the participants ultimately the goal was to lose weight. I
0: think from the thread it was actually a sixteen. I think they did a sixteen. Was it sixteen?
2: Okay, so sixteen-hour fast. But in any case, they took a lot of vital statistics, but really their goal was to find out if they. If if the people who were doing the fasting lost weight, and the answer is no, they did not. I mean, everybody lost weight. Right. The
0: answer is yes, but not in uh, not statistically significantly more.
2: Right. But but even at that, the the weight ultimately that was lost was such a low amount that it you could actually account for it with basic weight fluctuations. Right. Amongst people, so it wasn't even like, oh well, both groups lost twenty pounds, right? It was like uh, the average weight loss was 0.6 kilograms or something like that. So it wasn't even something major. Not that that's not a great thing, right? That is, but so that was the. So to round this up, the reason why I I, I tweeted it and I tagged my my Fit for D anD D co host was that you know. So there's a lot there's a lot of ways to interpret that and because they only did a 16 hour fast mm-hmm. like that's not actually testing his theory from the book cuz his his theory was the longer you fast the better it is for you. Sure. And you know, he showed all kinds of, you know, evidence that you could even fast for like weeks at a time. Right. And as long as you're taking a vitamin and and having enough fluids, your body's just fine. Like it, it will deal with it with no problem. And that that leads to a longer term benefit. And so because they were only fasting for 16 hours a day, basically they weren't they weren't even calling it fasting. What they did was they had the participants have a window between noon and 8 p.m. every day. That they could eat, and right. they could eat whatever they wanted between noon and 8 p.m. But they could not eat outside of the hours of noon and 8 p.m. Right. That was the non-control group. That was the test group, right? And so, and that was it every day. And so, it doesn't really test the theory that was put forth in the book, but it does provide some evidence with a controlled, randomized study with a, a true control group that it, maybe it's not, you know, at least it's not effective on a daily basis fasting 16 hours.
0: Well, and, and it's you're right. And so you've got some good for the first time, like fitness is notoriously has a dearth of good data in terms of professional research. And so you have the beginnings of that. It's also worth noting one of the things that was like, one of my big takeaways of getting a Research degree, you know, getting a PhD is any one study is just that. It's just one study, and until it has been replicated and is part of a larger body of literature, it's only worth the value of one study, which is what, like you know. Media reporting on studies always gets wrong, which is why sure. you know people yeah. always complain. Well, yeah, but chocolate was healthy for me last week, and this week it's going to kill me. And like right. that, yeah, because yeah. They're, they're reporting on one study, and nobody's looking at the body of literature. Right. Uh, and so, and so, yeah, one study does n- is not the beginning and the end of the conversation. Well, it's not the end of the conversation, but it is hopefully the beginning of a conversation. And they're continuing the research, and so I'll be curious mm-hmm. to see what they find. I know I have. Um, I've never done the obesity code's vision of fasting, but I've done I've at least followed the advice of when you wake up in the morning, ask yourself, are you actually hungry? And if mm-hmm. you're not, don't eat right uh, And on the days that I can do that, that's what I do. On days that mm-hmm. I'm going on to campus to work, it's like, well, I have to be on campus to go teach and I know mm-hmm. I'm going to be hungry before lunch. I, I'm, I just, I guess I just have to eat now, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah. when I have the option to not eat, if I'm not hungry, like that's what I'm doing. Uh, I'm not fasting, but I'm just, mm-hmm. you know, Hey, take a real serious assessment. Am I hungry or am I just right. eating? Cause it's breakfast time, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I can have yeah. breakfast at 11 if, if I'm, if I'm still in the mood yeah. for it, you know? <laughs> and I have, yeah. <laughs> and so.
1: or cause you're bored, which is a big, yeah. that's a big pandemic mm-hmm. thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. well, Right. Guess I better eat ice cream. Yeah, hearing yeah. hearing your story, yeah.
0: James, about how the pandemic has been uh, a cause for you to work harder and to get healthier, is interesting because I I find that it go, people's health during pandemic has tended to go one of two ways: either it's I'm bored and I know I should go out and exercise, so I go, I'm gonna, I'm going to go out and exercise more than I ever have, or it's I'm bored and I'm just going to sit around and watch Netflix and and eat, uh, and, and 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 I'm not. Saying either, I think I've done both of those. I think I started off with the first one and then I broke my routine and I've become more of the second one uh, since then. Um, I just got to get back to being more of the first one and then try to maintain that once we're no longer in pandemic mode. Um, yeah. But
2: I don't know. I, I really feel that what you said about the family culture being around food, because that, that's kind of how my family is too. And also mm-hmm. just American culture is right. Like oh, we can't certainly. escape that. Every, every Everywhere I've ever worked, if somebody has a birthday, someone brings in a freaking cake. Somebody brings in, you know, donuts once every two weeks. Somebody brings in bagels. Sometimes there's a meeting and they had it catered with food and fruit and whatnot right. and, you know, pastries. And so that ends up sitting there waiting for anybody to eat it and like there's always food and before the pandemic i actually because i was trying to be really intentional and cognizant of what what i was doing i started getting really good at just declining to participate in that, still participate in the event and learn how to sort of, it's sort of like, you know, it's really funny because I don't drink very much. I I, I'm not a teetotaler, but I just don't drink very much because I don't enjoy it very much, but I'll have a glass of wine or glass of champagne or something for a special occasion. But if you work at a place where there's a lot of, let's go out and drink on Friday night, or let's, this is part of the culture of the group that you're with. And so everybody goes to drink. I got really good at, you know, nursing one single drink or, you know, being the one to go get the drinks, and I actually get water instead of alcohol, right? Sure, but you don't sure. have to tell anybody, right? Or you get tonic water or whatever, um, and then and then just playing along, and you, and you don't have to like make a big deal out of it, and because you don't want to offend people. But that was harder for me with food, so I started getting to the point where I could do that, but then the pandemic hit, right. and so but but it's still true that we have a culture that respects and promotes food. For every occasion, right? I mean, we have Thanksgiving dinner, which is 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 you know purposefully marketed to make you stuff yourself so much that you take a nap that afternoon, right? Right. Like, Mm -hmm. well,
0: every major holiday or every celebration has some sort of food tradition around it, you know. Sure, Um, you know, from birthday cake to Thanksgiving dinner, it's all you know. Everything's got got food associated with it. Uh, It is even
1: Halloween. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) what do you mean even halloween halloween's a huge one it's all about food
1: (laughs) right
0: right yeah um so speaking of i I went out and got my uh my spirit halloween uh twinkle and icing death uh from the other day
1: excellent i I,
0: I hung it up on on my one of my players made me like the those heads that you know mounted heads of a dragon and a werewolf and I had this big empty space. and So I'm like, I'm going to mount those swords there. It's beautiful. Nice. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, I think we are over an hour. Uh, and I, so I think it's time to just sort of quickly talk about where our goals are moving forward uh, and, and then get out of here. Uh, James, what are your fitness goals moving forward?
1: Uh, so, yeah, so my fitness goals now that I sort of as of the, the last week or so have have hit where I want to be, um, I think now I'm going to start to build muscle. Um, so that means changing up the workout that I've been doing uh, and getting to eat more. So, yay. yay. Uh, <laughs> uh, but we'll see these this new workout is like really hard. Um, so where did you uh, get the new workout from? Uh, So also from Tall Squall. Um, How how uh, did he become your free personal trainer? What's up with that? So I am (laughs) uh, editing his uh, D&D work that he is working on. So we've sort of arranged a a trade expertise for expertise. Um, And so so one of the things that – uh, that I have are these uh, bands called TRX straps, you uh-huh. know, like loop them over a door or a hook or something. Um, and so, uh, cause I don't have free weights. I don't have room for them at home or anything like that, but these bands really help. And so he found a bunch of high intensity, uh, workouts that are very high intensity. Nice. So, uh, so yeah, so we'll see how it goes. All I'm right. excited to, to move on to the next chapter. I look forward awesome.
0: to, to sweaty pictures with TRX bands.
1: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You that's know. right. Yeah, get ready. <laughs>
2: so, Sam, what's
0: your goal going forward?
2: Uh, so, I think you know, I, I, I've been kind of, um, I've had, I've had just sort of this ethereal, vague goal of sleeping better, and and I think that's probably not good enough. So, I think I'm going to have to put uh, some goals on. You know, I, I need to work out at least four times a week, and so that's my goal going forward. Now, some some days that might only be ten minutes if I just can't handle it, but uh, it's it's got to be four days a week and, at and least four because, days a week is
0: more than nothing yeah. right yeah exactly and when, and yeah. when you so, say workout are you yeah. talking about the bike are you talking about going on a walk or do you like,
2: e- either a bike or a, a long walk intentionally you know like fast um or yeah i mean i, I have a, f- a little bit of free weights i have tai chi but i have to do i have to do something nice at least four days a
0: week i was so, doing tai chi yeah. with the boys at one point um inspired yeah. by, by you and um, yeah, <laughs> we were having fun, but I don't know that I was getting much out of it. Much like meditation, yeah. like I, I, I've done meditation yeah. off and on for years, and I never really feel like I'm getting it, the the stuff out of it that you hear people yeah. talking about. So, for, you, for,
2: for you me, be- the type. The, the, the Tai Chi is about the flexibility in my joints. Like it really loosens my joints uh, up. So it feels it feels really good after I'm done because everything is very loose and I feel like I've stretched out my my tendons right. and whatnot. So it's really good. In
0: terms of, of stress relief, uh, like, like the benefits you hear about stress relief from those kinds of things, it, it's just never really had that effect really? for me. But you know what I have started doing that I kind of enjoy? Sometimes it's stressful because I'm learning. But um, with my – my youngest son has decided over the pandemic that he wants to get into woodworking and I've Mm -hmm. been doing that and sometimes – I just want to go sit out in the garage at the workbench and and sand stuff, you know, or, yeah. or cut a board or you know whatever. Yeah. Right. Focus on that for a while and not think about the world. And then the other thing I've started doing that that is like my meditation. I've added another D and D game to my to my weekly routine. So I play. Oh, i nice. I've, I've, I've been yeah. playing Descent into Avernus with the boys every Sunday. Right. Uh, nice. And we talked about that on behind the DM screen, but um, you know, normally yeah. I don't know that I could justify being. A father and a husband, and adding a second D game to my weekly routine. But since it's a family activity with the boys, like, yeah. um, and it, and it, you know, gets them out of my wife's hair so she can go take care of the laundry or whatever that she's doing. She's what she usually does on Sundays. Yeah. And by takes care of the laundry, I mean largely sits on the bed and watches uh TV mm-hmm. and and. and has yeah. the laundry around her while she does it. But, right, right. <laughs> um, but that's been sort of my new meditation, right? I, just, I get to play an yeah. extra game. It's fun. Uh, yeah. So,
2: You know, I used uh, to do a lot of woodworking with my dad, and the smell mm-hmm. of wood being worked is, like, so – like, whether you're sanding or whether you're cutting doesn't – like, the smell of wood and woodworking is just so – like, it just brings back such – amazing memories and thoughts and i i just love the smell of wood as it's being where it's just it's a thing right just because of my dad so that's great all right
0: so i think we all have goals oh my yeah
2: you didn't say your goals and i have a question for james before we log off too so
0: Okay. Uh, and My my uh, primary goal is, is the same as it was last month, is that uh, last month my goal was to get back up to two or three runs a week instead of just one. Uh, and I failed at that goal this over the last month. So my goal is once again to try to get that done. And I'm hoping now that the work is done in the bathroom that I no longer have that excuse. It's just an issue of now I have to get up in the morning and remember to get it done on the days that I'm not going to campus. So... I also feel a little guilty because I need to help my wife get the kids out the door to school. Um, mm-hmm. But
2: yeah, sure. Yeah,
0: But that's mm-hmm. an excuse at this point as much as anything. <laughs> I, can run after, I can run afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. So what uh, did you want to so ask
2: James? I wanted to ask James. James, is your hair purple?
1: <laughs> Great question. Uh, so uh, no. And actually, this is black. Uh, this right here, Um, you have a,
2: you have a special light bulb or what's up? No,
1: I, my camera is messed up. One of the color chips in my camera.
0: As I recall the uh, last time you were on, you were, I think you were more purple than you are now. So I didn't get anything of it this time, but.
1: I was. You'll notice it's a little dark in here. The more light I have, the more purple things become. Um, my wife has ordered me a new camera because nice. I kept saying I was going to do it, and then I never did. Uh, See, and so I, I,
2: I was trying to give you a chance to support ending pancreatic cancer because that's right? the purple color, right? So that
1: is this shirt is purple, yes. indeed. Yes. Yeah. So
2: I thought you were like dyeing your hair in solidarity to promote. So at uh, you know. That would
1: be that would be awesome if I was so. November is pancreatic cancer awareness month. Uh, people will be walking. People probably already are uh, virtually. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of D and D fitness, so so be on the lookout for uh, nice. for people who are doing that because uh, nobody can walk to raise money for things anymore because of the pandemic. So yep. look look for your friends who are virtually walking and and donate. <laughs>
0: well, well uh, maybe I'll join you walking if you, if you send me the information. That might be at a good. Motivation to get me off my butt and get out there doing stuff so here I am you're wearing your pancreatic uh, cancer fighting t-shirt and i've got I've got my pizza John shirt on that says you know, <laughs> so <laughs> good fitness uh, outfit right <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's great that's great so,
0: alright Cool. I think it's probably time to to wrap the shenanigans up uh, so we're going to wrap this up for the month if you have any questions you can find the show on Facebook on Twitter as at the Tome Show and you can email Show at gmail.com you can find a, uh, ask us for our Discord link at any time and join us over on Discord, uh, where we have our own D&D Fitness channel, and we are oftentimes uh, talking about what we're working on over there and very supportive. Uh, Lewis Brinton is killing it with their own machine over there.
2: Oh, yeah. So, uh,
0: and you can find all of us individually on Twitter. I am at Squatch, S-Q-U-A-C-H. Uh, Sam is at DM Samuel, and James is at James Intercaso. Did That's I get them great. all right? Yep. Yep. Go me. All right. So that is where we are on our fitness quest today. Uh, please come along and join us as we build up our geekiness and our health.
1: I'm on the walk.